Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Boys, I'm your co-host this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you decide to listen to this podcast. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hi, Lee Kimbrell. How's it going, Nasty Boys and Girls? Yes, we nailed it. We did it. That was a good intro. That was a great intro. That was really good. I think you really got into it, and I like, I appreciate it. Thanks. You know, I just tried. It sounded good. I think our fans do, too. Oh, they love it. Speaking of fans, fans, strap in for this. Uh, Armchair All-Americans Podcast Network. There are there are daddies for right now. They they became our daddies. They adopted us. They adopted us. So which means, boy, do we have some awesome deals for you. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of uh, of you buying your tickets. Experience. I've never done reads before. I'm learning. <laughs> Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work. For you! Thank you, SeatGeek. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow good deals, and a red dot not so good deals. Just like the stoplights. Just stop. Get it. Don't buy those tickets. Turn around. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two beers at the stadium on them. That's a good deal. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA4. $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the ticket. Hell yeah, ACAA, ACA. ACA. And then uh, the other one, which is, uh, since we started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sport, sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been, been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. Uh, they're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code armchair25. Armchair 25. When creating your account to claim your 50% bonus, laying down $100, now you've got an extra 50 bucks in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot 
AG. Promo code armchair25. You play, you win, you get paid. Go out there, make a million dollars. Make it happen. Make a million dollars, cut us in. Cut it. That's all I, we're asking. I think I did a pretty good job, first yep. read. Not a bad first read there, Bill. You did You did just great. You want to do it next time? Yeah, fuck yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. It's great. Yes, I can't wait to uh, think it's easy and then do it and realize it's not. It's not. It's, not at all. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's different from what I've been, we've been doing, which yeah. is just like... Straight from the hip. Straight from the hip. Come, 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 come. Yeah, <laughs> we some, we're some wild boys. Nasty yeah. boys, if you will. Now, if you will. And oh, yeah. we're both just full-blown sporting. It's like we dressed up for the pod Yeah, today. we did. I'm wearing my uh, whole squad ready shirt. How did I get one? None of your goddamn business. Yeah, it's a pretty fancy shirt. The only people that are allowed to wear it are players and staff and... Me. Half the new nasty boys. Half of them. Who yeah, knows? Maybe it's pretty be, dope. Maybe the other half might be able to find one. Who... You, they, we could do some rummaging. We could. But then I'm wearing my new Nasty Boys shirt, That's which just fits ever so well. I love this baseball tee. Yeah. Give me a baseball tee till the cows come home. You know what? I bet people could get those. I bet. I would imagine that they want them and they could get them. You know, I think they could get them if they subscribe to our Patreon. It would be easy enough to do. You subscribe to the Patreon, you get it's all like, sorts of goodies and tidbits. It's like three bucks a month. Yeah. For a shirt. Yeah, and, and a it's sticker. a good shirt. Great shirt. I, I, you guys can't see, but I mean, I look so good in this shirt. Trust me, you don't need to see it because they can hear it. It's crazy. They can hear how wet I am. Yeah, you can see it and mm. hear it and experience it. Smell me, okay? Get this shirt. Smell at me. Join the Patreon. Get a shirt. Pay what is it? Pay fifty bucks, and me and Billy will come do a show at your house. Or we'll some pay, shit. pay fifty bucks. We'll take you to a Reds game. We'll buy you beers, and then afterwards, we'll drunkenly record a podcast in the kitchen. Yeah, with you. That'd with be you. Fun. So, just do it, you know? It's not unrealistic. You got 50 bucks. Uh, right? I, yeah, yeah. I have 50 bucks somewhere. Yeah, I've got $50 in, in all my assets combined. <laughs> yeah. Let's throw them together. Yeah, I'm not exactly liquid right now, but <laughs> mm, speaking it's still of going all right. Speaking of liquid, God, mm. we've already popped the tops, Mike Webster, but this beer that we're drinking right now, uh, Rheingeist hooked it up. The Nitro Cobstopper Peach Cobbler Ale. I'm definitely cop stopped right now. Oh, I'm I'm cop hard. Cop stopped, gob stopped, all of them. Mm. I'm feeling good. How was your week, dog? It was good, man. I went to three out of the four games this weekend. Yeah. I couldn't go to the Monday game. Uh, Friday was uh, was me, Chris Weir, John Holmes, and Alicia, Alicia, and me and Molly for a period of it. Yeah. Yeah. And Weir was higher than a kite. Yeah. I mean, if if I mean if there was a if there was a slight breeze. Weir would have been up in it. He was going. Oof. Yeah, God, that was so fun. He just couldn't talk. It was so funny. Yeah, such a fun game. Uh, but it was so cool with uh, Dietrich's first homer. Yeah. Uh, we were under the stacks. Sick. Until so we just we looked boom, up. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, so I had tickets to that Friday game as well. A good friend of mine, uh, Tony Apro, gave me his tickets. Got the tickets in the mail. Went through the gate. Gave them to the ticket lady. They were for the wrong date. When were they for again? They were for the Friday, May seventeenth game. We're not, going to that. Yeah, yeah, but not the. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Not that one. Um, so yeah, I just went and bought some tickets in the bleachers, and Molly and I went and sat up there, and like. 15, 20 minutes after we've been sitting up there, you four scallywags wandered up. <laughs> we had a goddamn hoot and a holler up there. Yeah, we did. And uh, yeah, and then we were down there watching uh, Trevor Gott 
so my parents and Trevor's family were also mm-hmm. at the game, so we went and sat with them for a little while. Yeah. And uh, I met right fielder Stephen Duggar's grandmother. That's awesome. Yeah, she was sweet as pie. There was five little old ladies sitting there wearing Duggar jerseys. So that was cute. And yeah, no, I mean, I didn't get to three of them. I went to two of them. Yeah, you got to go to that Monday. Yeah, I went to the Monday game with the bees. Was it the bees knees? Game delayed for bees, but, you know, I didn't see what all the buzz was about. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Get out of here. Oh, man. Did, could you actually see the bees? Oh, yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like, you, like, TV, like, you know, when you're watching it on TV. Or Obviously, like, they could iPad. cut a frame and it yeah. looks like Attack of the Bees. Yeah. There was a, a, a serious amount of bees there. Yeah. There was one, it was like one swarm, like one nest that formed overnight. Yeah. That they didn't get a handle on until, like, 1140. Or didn't even, like, yeah. really realize it until people started coming to the stadium. And yeah. then they just spread. It was, like, all in the, like, kind of middle of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, Mid mid level center right behind home plate, and they all just kind of moved down. Like no one was in yeah. the uh, one of the really good seats, the the diamond the club, diamond club yeah. for a while. And then you know you saw Dietrich out there <laughs> running around in the bee suit, spraying all the bees. What's so great is that he took Senzel's shirt. Yeah, that, that's just Senzel's. He was just running around with that. What I loved about that whole thing is that you can buy that sprayer. The yeah. Reds are auctioning off. He signed it. I'm like, that's cool. Oh, no shit. That's a one-in-a-lifetime kind of like really niche. Only thing, only person to ever have this thing right here. here. Exactly. God, I'm surprised you haven't already bought it. I'm, yeah, they haven't put it up yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? I would hang it in this kitchen. What do you think something like that would sell for? Oh, dude. It's probably going to go for a couple grand. Yeah. Just somebody so- with deep pockets. Well, I have deep enough that I would spend the little savings I have. That's insanity. <laughs> but it would be hilarious just to have the Scott's like turf builder sprayer with a Derek Dietrich signature on it. Let it fly underneath. Yeah, just like oh yeah, just just drilled into my brick wall. Oh my! Well, what a funny fifteen hundred dollar gag. Yeah, what a, totally. But Alicia it. would think it was hilarious. So funny. We're not going on vacation, honey. <laughs> we have the spray. But check it out. We don't even have a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you did, read C. Trent's article on the Athletic about the whole thing? Here's what's crazy: there were two amateur beekeepers in the stands. Really? One of them was in the owners' seats; other one was somewhere else. And they were just like, "Oh yeah, we're beekeepers," and they got a box and they just knew how to handle the bees. They got the no queen in. way, yeah, got the queen in, and then everybody else they just scooped in and they didn't get like stung or anything. They just scooped them in because the queen was in there. That's and then fucking just wild. Walked a box of bees and threw it onto fucking seventy one. Where'd they no, I don't know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it seems like a really unprofessional way to deal with it. I said they were amateurs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they let it out in Moorline Steakhouse yes. just to fuck with everyone. Right right at a home prate where Riverfront used to be. Yeah, said right prate. there. Home prate priest. Home prate priest. Yeah. Home prate priest. That's the spring rolls you can get at Moorline Loggerham. I went, when I went to the Friday game, I uh, was walking around trying to get a drink with Molly, and it was packed. Yeah. It was pretty good attendance all weekend, which was good. You know, they hadn't been home for so long. Yeah, pretty good attendance. The, the you know, the weather was great. Tom's uh Tom's uh, pergola was yeah, the unveiled. pavilion was yeah. great. Very cool. I so was, there was a you know, and the weather was killer, so there was a good reason to go out to the ballpark. On Friday, Saturday yeah. was brutal. It oh was yeah. Raining and awful. I mean I went and stood in the rain for our uh, honorary new nasty boy Tom Tashia. Mm-hmm. For the whole thing, his speech was great. He did such a good job explaining the team and like the importance, and it looks great. And small world, ACR Concrete did the concrete for it. That's my uncle's company. 
Tiny world. Small, 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 small Super world. small world. Tiny blue, blue blue ball we're living on. That's cool. I told Tom, and he went, oh, yeah, that's just Cincinnati. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it works, man. That's exactly how it works. Yeah, so that was pretty rad. But um, what, what was weird for the whole thing, and I talked to Tom about it, and I'm not trying to talk shit, but the thing is they had a fence up between, like, everyone presenting for the pavilion and then, like, just people standing on the sidewalk watching it. Yeah. And, like, why would you do that if it's going to be a monument that people are supposed to be interacting, interacting with? Interacting with. Right. Sitting on the steps. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. And, like, I'm looking. I'm sitting there watching this with, with, uh, with Frank, Alicia's dad. And I look over, and the 1869 red stockings, all those dudes who dress up, yeah. they didn't even let them in. They were on the other side of the fence. Yes. Looking at monuments of men that they imitate on the portraying. Weekends. Yeah. That's so whack. Isn't that's that's just that's just kind of blind negligence. That's like just not not thinking about the people, not thinking yeah. about the fans. Right, and that's kind of like an issue with baseball in general. Yeah. Why it's not reaching a younger fan base is yeah. it's the old man's club. Yeah, I went to the game with on Monday with uh, Jeff and Troy Tate, and that's what we were talking. I mean, they give me shit. They call me the world's youngest baseball fan. That's so funny. Yeah, just because, you know, they and they've got good points. I mean, they're not they love it. They're not just sitting there ribbing it. They're more giving me. I mean, me they gruff. both have Cubs Cubs tattoo. tattoos. Like they love baseball, but like they're not wrong in the sense that I mean, baseball is just basically forgetting that they have to get new fans. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we've been around for 150 years. Nothing's going to change yeah, that." Yeah, cool. For 75 of those years, you've had one fan. Right. That guy, and he's about to die. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he's 75. The average age of baseball fans is like in the high 50s. Yeah, I believe that. Oh, yeah. So, and with as much technology as we have and being able to watch every game or have updates at every second, it should be more accessible to a younger generation. But instead, they'd rather go to a soccer game. But there's only a couple of moments that younger generations look at in a baseball game and think are cool. It's a That's home a run. It's a body over the fence catch, yeah. and it's a charging the mound fight. Yeah, and that's you know? a bummer because no, it sucks. I get it. And it, it, I hate, I'm quoting someone who it makes sense with, like the old boys club was Larry King. Yeah, he said baseball's the most exciting sport if you break it down. Yeah, because if, if you just look around, it's like everyone is thinking about what they need to do in every situation, and if you get in that headspace. Then that 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 tense that, yes. that intensity rises and the tension is there. I couldn't agree more. I commented on it. I love it uh, when the uh, runner reaches first base. The umpire then has to change his position on the field, and for you know that moment in the game when there's a runner on first base, yeah. you're paying attention and it's like first baseman, the base runner, first base coach, and the umpire are all five feet within each other. Yeah, they're all just sitting there and they're. D- I just I love the kind I love that aspect of it. Just Joey bullshitting with the guy sitting yeah. there. That's why everyone loved the mayor. He was the chattiest at first. Yeah. There's always something entertaining going on. Yes, there. absolutely. And that's just one small that's a minute part of the game. Yeah. Of like being locked in on that side. It's just if I don't know. You can always see something I mean, I guess you could break this down and say it with a bunch of sports, but with baseball, at any given moment you can see something that you've never seen before or you've never even heard of seeing. That game on Monday, we went in and saw the game get delayed by bees. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for one. Yeah. And then uh, there was one point, I can't remember which inning it was, but Suarez was hitting. 
Yeah. We had hit through the order. Suarez led off the inning by getting hit by a pitch. Yeah. Then at one point, Suarez was hitting. Mm-hmm. The bases were loaded with all three people had been hit by a pitch. Yeah. So the batter and all three of our runners at that moment had been pegged in that inning. They We got yeah. hit four times in that inning. It was a record for the Reds. Yeah, and then, it, and then five throughout the game, which yeah. was also a record. Did it, I, Obviously, they were all accidental. Yeah. But when do you throw out a warning? When do you say, hey, stop fucking hitting the batters <laughs> with your ball? I, I think never. And that's, Pitch better. Yeah, but it's the Giants. They're going to suck. Yeah, but just, it, I don't it, know. It, that it, just struck me as odd. Like, every single, you're not pegging someone with the bases loaded. No, you're you know, pegging them purpose. when they have, like, something in their mouth, they're yeah. bent over, yeah, 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 sweating. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's when you peg somebody. Yeah, that's when you're pegging someone yeah, with yeah. that. They're weak. Money's exchanged. Yeah. A <laughs> couple blindfolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when you peg okay. somebody. <laughs> yeah. But still, after just, like, five. Yeah, I think that, you, but then what are you tossing them for? You're tossing them just because they're be, they're having a bad day. They're off. Sure, fuck it. If they're putting other people in danger. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I guess. It just seemed odd. It was odd. Just plunk, plunk, plunk. Four in an yeah. inning. Yeah, it just kept sliding in. Everything just kept coming inside. Joey Votto, this season I've seen him uh, get plunked twice, and both times he like pretty much just leaned into it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's a master at that. Yeah, he, he did it last night. Yeah, he's all over the plate. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's a, that's why he wears that big old elbow pad. Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of them wear it. And that body armor. Like, look at Eric Thames. That yeah. dude's, that dude looks like fucking Robocop out yeah, there. Yeah, he is so yoked. <laughs> yeah. With all, every pad on every body, two shin pads, yeah. the elbow, the full arm. Now so. you're seeing, uh, mo- a bunch of players now. We've talked about it before with the face guard. It's great. It's such an obvious thing. Yeah, it's, just, a, it's such a dumb moment. It like, just makes sense. Yes, put one on, put one on your damn face. Mm-hmm. You see, you know who you see wearing it are all the big contract players. Yeah, Trout, Machado, Trout, Harper, Yelich, all of them. Yeah, all the studs are like, Mm-mm. you know, I'm making twenty mil a year with my face too. Yeah, I'm I'm doing Gillette commercials. Yeah, exactly. I got I got to keep this jawline intact. <laughs> well, the thing with Yelich is like I don't he doesn't really need to worry about like. That with his face and protecting it because, you know, like, he's, so he's ugly. not. Well, I, oh, hold on. My thing is, he doesn't be, need to be doing Gillette ads. Yeah. Because vampires can't grow beards. Yes, so, absolutely. He's been given. the same age for 200 years. 200 years, yeah. Clean shaved bat face. Yes, it's bullshit. But, that, yeah. That's allowed. You I shouldn't know. be allowed to be a vampire and play. I, I know. It seems unfair. It is unfair. It's it's soul-sucking. Yes, it seems so unfair. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. Dude, I got to tell you what I did on Saturday. Lay it on me. I got very drunk. Okay. I started drinking at two. Yeah. Went to the thing, kept drinking all day. And we went to a couple bars, and on the way home, uh, it was Cinco de Cuatro. Dear friend Andy Gasper. Oh, yeah. Had the, oh, the, yeah, the banana, banana stand, stand in the basement, right? So I'm passing by the hub, and I see a dude in a full banana costume that said, you know, like, Bluth's frozen bananas on the front of it. And so I grabbed him. Yeah, of course. It was Andy Gasper. No, it was a, just a random dude. I don't know who it was. Oh, my God. And I grabbed him and drug him to motor in the middle of, like, my drunken stupor. I was like, you got to go to the banana stand. You got to come with me. Everything's going to be fine. I'll buy you drinks. He's like, oh, okay. And I drug him into motor, screaming. From the hub? Yeah, all the way down Maine, saying, I got him. We got to take him to his home in the banana stand. And took him down and kidnapped a person. 
And he just went with it. He went with it. Wow. Yeah, and I just had him in the basement with me for about 20 minutes. That would be terrible. Kept buying him drinks and yelling like, Dave's going to be fine. Dave doesn't have a home anymore. He lives with me. This is for you, Andy. Oh, my God. It went just super. When did you realize it wasn't Andy Gasper? The person? Yeah. I knew the person was never Andy. You always knew it I wasn't always knew, him. but I thought you this was hilarious. You purposefully stole that person. Yeah, I grabbed and stole a person. Was he at least happy once he got there? He played it off really well, but by like... Why was he in that costume? Because it was Cinco de Cuatro. Okay. So, so he was, was just whole, super into it. He was super into the bit. Okay. And was like, I'm going to go out drinking with my friends, but then there's going to be some fat dude who's going to grab me and drag me down the street and buy me beers. Plot twist. For his, for his friend. There you go. So, watch out. I might take you places. <laughs> you know, it's Billy might get drunk and steal you <laughs> and take you to a... Themed party on a very obscure non-holiday. <laughs> on an obscure comedy reference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From a season of a show that it's not in its prime of. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh man, Logan has the videos, he sent them to me, and I one, at one point screamed, uh, we're all in the best timeline right now. <laughs> That's great, I like that. Yeah. Everyone was like, how do you, I was like, I don't remember much of it. Yeah. But everyone's like, you seem fine. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm good at my job. We're in the best <laughs> timeline right now. It's a hilarious thing to scream while very drunk. I also said Dave's going to be fine if he doesn't get comedy. <laughs> he doesn't understand comedy. Yeah. Because this is gold. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was a productive Saturday. Yeah. When you kidnap a person. <laughs> but Dave, if you're out there, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to you, Dave. I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but <laughs> I think I told are, him a couple times. I probably. would imagine so. That makes that makes a little bit more sense. You probably put your phone number in his phone as Nasty Boy, <laughs> <laughs> or just Billy DeVore from comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like the old Josh O'Neill move. But yeah, so that was uh, that was my weekend. I didn't steal anybody week. on my weekend. I uh, no, I had a great time. I got to see some family on that Friday game. I got to see Trevor God's family, see his little sweet baby girl. Uh, it was really funny. She's like full baseball baby, like oh, yeah. on the road with him, staying at the hotel yeah. every game. Like a onesie with stitches on it. Oh yeah, all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. Little jersey, little got jersey, fifty eight got jersey. Shut up. Yes, that's the cutest, cutest thing I've ever cutest heard. thing you've ever seen or heard. It's nuts. She was so cute, but about the seventh inning, I was sitting behind her, and she just kind of lost her shit you know she's like a just baby. about to turn two and she's over it yeah. and, and her uh trevor's sister went and walked her around and when she came back she said that she was just like kind of like rocking for like 40 minutes and she was just like no more baseball no more baseball oh, no more the little baby yeah yeah i know yikes which is fine she got no more baseball it's fine they just yeah. went and played on a playground yeah. but it's like it's so funny to think about like yeah there's some kids like major league players kids well, yeah. Those aren't the fans of the future. No, they are yeah, not. No. The point one percent of the population. Yeah, exactly. Well, think about it. The ballpark is is bring your kid to work day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's every day. No matter what job it is, your kid's gonna think it sucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this place has hot dogs and happy people. Yeah, this is no. my dad's work. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, Trevor's still killing it. Yeah, dude, Things he ago. pitched great on Saturday. He pitched great. His numbers this year are crazy. Yeah, he's got like eighteen, nineteen innings. Uh, nineteen plus strikeouts, yeah. ERA around one. That's beautiful. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Real pretty whip. I mean that 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 bullpen's very good. Will Smith is a problem. Uh, that, that guy hook. is filthy. Dude. Yeah, 
Uh, Fantasy team. Oh, you got him? I'm off the waivers, dude. Nice call. Thank you. Nice, uh, very nice. I saw call. him pitch in the, their second series against the Dodgers. And I was watching that hook, and then I saw those numbers. I'm like, that's not slowing down. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that Giants bullpen is very good. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Trevor get moved. I wouldn't be surprised to oh, see. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Will Smith's for sure getting moved for some pieces. Yeah. To a contender, yeah. I, I mean, hope not, man. Trevor seems really happy in San Fran, but whatever. I mean, but you know, it. that's a part of the game. San Francisco Giants, the teams that the Reds should have swept. Could you yeah. believe that game we went to on Friday? Eight zero lead. Yeah, let's start. Let's start here, though. Let's start with Matt Kemp is no longer a Red. Yeah, Matt Kemp's gone. We'll see ya. See you later. It's fine. Cut, cut. Yeah. And you know what? Like. Uh, I was. I think it was long overdue. I didn't think he was going to make it to the opening day roster. I don't think many people did. I didn't think a lot of people yeah. thought. I, yeah, I didn't see him making it Mm-mm. toward to be on the team at all. Yeah. But I mean, you know, now. Yeah. Sinzel. Oh God. Van Whoa. Meter. Yeah, Van Meter. I mean, sorry, grabbing beers. Ah, ah, St- still no Irvin. Still well, no Irvin. I'll I mean, take Van Meter. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll take Van, here's okay. When they called up Van Meter, listen to these numbers. Jake, I think Jake touched on it last week. In AAA, he was batting 336 with 27 runs, 13 homers, and 31 ribbies. Yeah. I mean, that's just showing you, like, I'm above this. That's a major league this. hitter. Yeah. I'm above this. Yeah. And when you see a line that stands out like that this early in the season, come on up, buddy. You got to get him up. He got on. Uh, that was another strange thing. He... Scored two runs before he got his first career hit. Yeah. Van Meter. He walked, and then on the first pitch after his first career walk, he stole second. Yep. Then scored. It's pretty badass. So awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Speaking of weird stat, did you see what Joey Gallo did this week? No. He's the first ever player to hit 100 homers before 100 singles. Really? That's wacky. That's how much this game's changed. That's crazy. What was the stat that you told me? Like... MW, um, this this past weekend, our four game set with the uh, Giants, we had fifteen home runs. Uh, out of the twenty two hits, fifteen of them were home runs. We had twenty two hits in a span of four games. Fifteen of them were bombs. Yep. Two of them were infield singles, balls that didn't get out of the grass. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the paradigm shift on that. Yeah, is man. just. In, is insane. Yeah, we had our best offensive best offensive series since what nineteen eighty eight, or more most most home yeah. runs in a series since nineteen eighty eight, and then yeah. go out on the West Coast and get a no hitter thrown. No, us. no. <laughs> well, think about this. Here, okay, so Senzel's debut this weekend when he was here, unbelievable. Three homers, two of them in one game, and a stolen base in his first series. Four walks. That's impressive. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's, prob- that's probably more walks. I don't have the numbers on me. That's probably more walks than Puig's had all season. I would imagine so. Just from looking at it. Yeah, for sure. And Puig, real quick, does he just not look comfortable in the box? He really doesn't. Right? I don't know. I don't know what it is, whether, it, you know, his swing, he's always been the guy, you know, you teach the little leaguers, don't swing as hard as you can. Right. Puig's always been a swing as hard as you can guy. Wild horse. And, and, yeah, and that's fine. But, it, yeah, you're right. He looks a little lost. He doesn't look as lost as Shebler did before we sent him down to no. AAA. But, yeah, he does. He's kind of got big doe eyes up there. Yeah. He's pressing. Very much He's so. He's pressing. He's always been a guy, like, you're just seeing him this year 
you expect him to pull a ball on the outside part of the plate yeah. and ground out to the shortstop. Right. You know, he's he's not putting good swings on it. No, he's not. He's not putting good swings on it. Or he's just smashing that first pitch and putting it as a, it's a can of corn. Well, there's a bunch of guys on our team who are – even Votto is pulling the trigger too early in at bats. Yeah, and um, uh, I was listening to uh, Ringer's MLB podcast, and they did a nice section on the Reds um, with Ben Lindbergh. Who love that dude? But they were talking about Joseph is getting fastballs just thrown past him, mm-hmm. and it's it's clear. And I think he's going to catch up with it. Yeah, but it's not a good sign this early that he's not getting any kind of contact. Yes, I mean his on base percentage is down. Yeah, all of it is. He's not even. I mean, he's the game. The bats that I saw. Well, on Friday we saw him go zero for seven. Which is just a bad, you know, yeah. very bad day. Yeah. But they were but that's they so were un-Joey. they were bad at bats. Yeah. They were bad at bats. He yeah. didn't compete really in any of them. He was off his back yeah. foot. It was it was it yeah, just he looked out of sorts. Yeah. And I don't know how he's going to fix it. But I think I still believe he will. If anybody can just fix it overnight, it's Joseph, Joseph Daniel Votto. Yeah. MW. Ah! Hit it. But um I mean, we should have swept that series. There's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely. You go into extras like that in, on Friday, and then Saturday we won. That grab Pilar had yeah. in center. Unreal. Dude, he laid out like he was suntanning. I know. That was crazy. In full, he, was like, he was like a perfect right angle yeah. on the, uh, in center field. It was insane. And that guy has been so good since he got moved there. Pilar? Yeah. Yes, he has. And I he hope, came from Toronto? Yeah. I've always liked him. That dude, that dude fucking balls. Yeah. Always. I mean, there's no... There's no point where he's not hustling or not laying out. He wants everything. Yeah, man. He stole that first one from Nikki. Yeah, he did. And then Nikki made sure that the next three were uncatchable. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, two of them in the nets at the bullpen yeah. on Monday. Yeah, opposite field. Yeah, he's got that, that oppo pop. Yeah, that he is can sexy. Hit. And you can tell that he's like all young and hot and shit because his walk up music is the Migos. Yeah. Yeah, or just Migos. He's Sorry. got he's got culture. Yeah, he does. one and two. Yeah, no, I that that was fun to watch. And I mean, he scored from first, mm-hmm. scored from first a couple times. Had a couple not, you know, made hard catches look easy out in center field with yeah. his range. That over the ba- over yeah, the head. man, that was nice. Yeah, that was a tough catch. If we would have had him in Pittsburgh, we would have won one of those games because yeah. that happened to Shebler twice. Yeah, he got burned. He got burned bad. Um. But the reason we lost two of those games is that Rizel gave up runs when he was in a non-save situation. Right. Yes. And uh, that's bad. And he came out and said some shit about it. Mm-hmm. He came out and he... Did he, he say terribly wrong? Here's the quote. He said, you can see the other closers. They don't pitch in tie games. I'm the only one who comes in tie games and I've given up homers and I'm losing some games. I feel really bad. I already have five losses, something that hasn't happened to anyone else in the big leagues. Five losses in the first month of ball. That shouldn't be like that. Ellipses. They are using, the way they are using me is horribly wrong. No, it is not. You use your best reliever in the situation you need them most. He could have ended that statement two sentences in when they say, they brought me into the game when it was tied and I keep giving up home yeah. runs. There it is, man. There's your problem. There it is, dude. Like you're, I get it, man. You got signed to a nice little contract. You thought, yeah. you know, you thought closers close. 
well, buddy, we're not going to be in the lead in the ninth inning every single nope. game. We need our best arm out of the pen yep. to p- go in when we call you to do it. Yep. And that, and if it's a thing where it's like his mentality is like I get psyched only when I'm closing. You know what I mean? Because closers need that adrenaline rush or some bullshit. I guess, but why? Yeah. Why are you special? Right. You're you weren't not. a closer when you were a prospect. Right. You weren't even a closer until last year. Or two years. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago, yeah. you were a starter, but you, your arm couldn't hold up. Yeah. You are a closer with filthy shit. I mean, as far as like the you're, situations that you're put in. But sorry, I didn't mean closer. You are a pitcher yes. with filthy stuff. Yes, you're a pitcher. And you are put in situations to help the team yeah. succeed. Yeah. And if you can't fucking wrap your head around that, good luck playing for some other teams who are going to do the exact same fucking thing when they pay you more money. Pitchers pitch. Hitters hit. That's it. Do you think, I mean, okay, that's another conversation. Do you think uh, Bell is getting a little too cute with some of his moves? I mean. He's getting, I think he's settled down a little bit with his bullpen shit. You you got to stop playing these. He stopped kind of with the matchup stuff. Yeah. And bringing someone in for one pitch. Mir Garrett pitches a frame. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. David Hernandez pitches a frame. Jared Hughes, I can maybe see you letting him come up against one one guy. Mm-hmm. But those those guys with those type of... I mean, Bob Steve has an electric arm. That's a guy you let pitch a frame. You, I think that that's you need to let it go unless they get themselves in a very hairy situation. This isn't playoff baseball every game. Let these guys pitch. Figure out what you got. Yeah, and then go from there, and not just try and play matchup this early. And if you can see, he's being cute with the lineups. I feel like that's another issue why we're not hitting, and the offense is slowing down, is because he's you're shuffling everybody all the time. Yes, I was I was just about to bring that up. Like there really is no consistency. I get his logic because it's not like there there's there is consistency in the fact that we are inconsistent. Right. You know, like, so I get the idea of trying to mix up the juju a little bit and mix up the lineup here and mm-hmm. there. But if nobody's hitting right. and nobody has confidence, mm-hmm. then you need, you should at least try to have, like, you're already kind of just grit, gritting your teeth and bearing it, right? We're yeah. going through this shitty period where we can't, we're not hitting cohesively as a team. Right. Stick with a lineup for a week. Let it go. Stick with the lineup for a week. Move a couple pieces around. Yeah. But I don't... I mean, we. I went to that Monday game. Peraza started left field. Mm, no. That's stupid. No. Peraza started left field. No. You have enough outfielders. Absolutely. You have enough outfielders. I mean, you any, You could have put anyone out there. Put and Van we, Meter in left. Yeah, put Van Meter in left. Put uh, Dietrich at second and Farmer in left. Put... Yeah. Do any... It, put anything out there. Keep Peraza in the infield. Yeah. Let because he's not, you don't need him in your in in the lineup because of his prolific bat. Right. He's got a nice glove, but you know he had three putouts on fly balls out in left field, yeah. and he caught them all, yeah. and they were all three more difficult than they had to be. It looked like an infielder <laughs> playing outfield. Oh, who would have thought? It looked like an infielder playing outfield. Right. I don't know. I that that was that was a strange one to me. I agree. You know, and I know it's Sunday or Monday of a four game series. We're going out west, and we've already played extras, and they've been long games. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know. Also, Friday start Lorenzen. Yeah, fuck it. F- right, do what you did. Also, but last night, yeah, they put him. They pinch ran him, and then put him in the outfield. It's brilliant. That's great. I love that. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm turned around. I I. Threw a little stink on opening day when Lorenzo was in. I was just like, really, this sideshow bu- sideshow bullshit. But like, 
whatever. He's yeah. as good as an option as we have as a for a backup outfielder. Yeah, he's the uh, Alicia's dad says, and I agree with him. Our most athletic outfielder. Yeah. Guy was on uh, the Jim Day podcast talking about how he moved into a new house where he's got a gym in the basement. He works out an hour to two hours before he even gets to the ballpark. That's bonkers. That's your athlete. Yeah. Put him in the outfield, and the guy can pitch. Yeah. And it's been solid all season. Yeah, he has. And pitched two friends in Oakland that were beautiful. Mikey's looked good. Disco's looked good. Disco was lights out on Monday until yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, that's, you know. Yeah. But, but let them let get to that point where they're not. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure, especially if we, you know, build these eight, eight, nine, ten run leads. Let them get a little. Let it get a little hairy. Yeah, exactly. Here's the other thing with Friday. Why do you pull the guy out of the game who hit two homers, seven RBIs on the day, eight, eight RBIs on the day? Yeah. Yank him. Yeah. Why to put Peraza in left? I was like, put it was Peraza like in left tenth. and get Shebler some at bats. Why? Just so you know. So he could strike out three times with runners in scoring position. Mm-mm. No, man. Yeah. Oh boy, that was sad. I will say I don't like it when players get booed. Yeah. By their home fans. Boy, the boo birds came out for Shebler. It he, was painful. He earned it. He earned the shit out of it. It was so painful. All I could think about was like his wife in the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just like, well, you're going to Louisville, yeah. baby. Sorry. Like, yeah. We gotta pack up. Yeah, dude. dude. You so, got the mansion to yourself, Toots. Boo birds. So I was watching uh during lunch today, SB Nation does their the worst ever on YouTube, and they talked about the XFL championship. Mm. Thing about this kind of shit. When they when they played that game, the on the field reporter who asked questions, his mic was going through the entire stadium. So, like, the San Francisco, I think it was, or San Diego, whoever they played, they had four wide receivers get hurt, and the on-field reporter is standing next to the wide receiver who got hurt, like, he's out for the game, he's done, he's done, he's got a blah, 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 and the, out, the guy, like, that's hurt, the receiver looks back at the on-the-field reporter with, like, tears in his eyes, like, come on, man! Like, imagine that! Oh, my that. God, that's terrible. Booing's bad, but that's also why the XFL's done. Yeah. But imagine yeah, that no level shit. of hate. Man. That's just, you know, you brought that up and Some made me think of that. vitriol. <laughs> Real bad. But, I mean, Shebler, I mean, I'm sorry. Think about what this city also did when it was during the celebrity softball game. Andy Dalton went up to bat. Booed him. And they booed him. Out of, during 40, a fun thousand? little softball game. Yeah. After he's been more than what we could have asked for out of him. Right. Kid played at TCU. Yeah, he was he's just got, like, He looks like that. Yeah, <laughs> think he's gonna come and be an elite level NFL quarterback? No, not easy. But no, he's not. But then he hit two home runs that game, and it's like, oh shit, maybe he can perform under the lights. But no, no, not no so he true. can in That's July. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when he's been just hanging out at home praying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he's feeling nice and right with the Lord. No shit. But we lost two out of three to Oakland, and that should not have happened. Nope. The no-no. No, dude, there, we, sh- we like, of course, we should have, this should have, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We should have gone 7-0 and in the last seven games. Here's a great stat from Joel Luckup. You know, the Reds stat guy. The Reds have not been outscored in any of their last four series. They also haven't won any of their last four series. Wow. Outscored 
every team in the end of the last month. Yes. They have a plus 23 run differential. That's doesn't make sense. That doesn't hold up for a team that's, you know, six games under. Right. Do you think, like, is it going to work out? Are they just going to keep mashing? Or is it just like, do you think those numbers are so lopsided because they win like 12 to 2? And then lose one nothing. Yes, we've lost one nothing four times. This, uh, this game on this, yeah, the no hitter was our fourth one nothing loss of the season. This season, they're eight and sixteen in games decided by two runs or less. Eight and sixteen. That's most of our games. Exactly. That's the difference between being in the playoffs and not being in the playoffs. Yeah, straight up. And it is all it's on the, the difference offense. Between, yeah, good team, bad team. It's all on the offense. Yeah, Cubs just rattled off seven in a row. We just went three and four, and we should have gone seven and zero. Right, and how do the Cubs do it? Timely hitting. Yep, yep. They, they, seem... they don't have a plus twenty three run differential. They just get a single when there's a guy on second in the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Do you? I mean, okay. It seems like there isn't someone to step up to the to the spotlight and be able to mash one in a in a in a situation when it needs to happen. Yeah. Do you think that changes when Scooter comes back? Ooh, baby. Hopefully. he's a dude that seems to love the limelight like that. Yeah. And Scooter's still just waiting. Right. For a while more. Late May. Yeah, but still. Uh, I mean, yeah, Scooter getting back. I don't know. Uh, Dietrich seems to like a spotlight. He just hasn't been in one, really. I think it's his back. I mean, I'm like, he hasn't hit timely home runs, really. Yeah, he hasn't hit. Yeah, that's true. He drops bombs in the first inning. This whole team bomb yeah. drops bombs yeah. in the first three innings. Every and then single time I check my phone, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, the Reds are up 4, yeah. four nothing in the second. Today. Yeah. Yeah, today we went up 3 nothing in the first, and that's the final score of the game. Suarez hit that ball a fucking mile. Oh, yeah, yeah we won 4 up. Yeah, you have to fucking hit it a mile in yeah. that Suarez shitty ballpark. Suarez hit that ball a mile. Yeah. Dude, C. Trent's tweet was golden. What did he tweet? He tweeted a picture of a soda fountain, and it was RC Cola. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it said, uh, this sums up Oakland, call us Oakland Field. Yeah, that's wild. RC Cola at a professional sports stadium? <laughs> in Oakland. God damn, dude. Right, in, right across the street from where the, the Gold State Warriors play. Damn. Well, well, they're moving to San Francisco, but you get it. Like, yeah. trash. Yeah. And Jake, dear friend Jake, described it as just like a big, a big ten coliseum. Yeah, it's it's it really is jungle. ugly. It's bad. It's, Al Davis built that. I do feel bad for the fans in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Raiders are gone. Yeah, they're loud. Like even with a with a ball club in a shitty stadium with a ball club that's not. Performing I saw I saw a stat. It was the lowest attendance for a no hitter in Major League history. It was like nine thousand. You imagine nine thousand people in that cavernous stadium. Jesus, nine thousand people, and I mean it's like the NBA in height. You can bet that it was probably like eighty five hundred. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's wild. Got through a no hitter in, in in a gigantic, empty megalithic structure. Wow. Yeah. Imagine how zen that's got to be, though. Yeah. There's the fact that you know. Oh yeah, it's quiet. Except yeah. for the drums, which yeah. but like keep you in rhythm. Yeah. And then you just go out and just keep hurling. Mowing down the, a really good lineup. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of chasers. I guess. But I don't, I mean, it's got to turn around at some point. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, Rourke. Rourke looked luscious today. Everyone's looked good. Yeah, everyone. Sonny had his moment again in the sun, but it just, you know, they're going to come back down to earth sometimes. And yeah. I'm not worried about that. I think the starting pitching might take a little bit of a dip. I just need this offense to hit. And everyone does. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you win. Yeah, I know. Hit with some consistency. I guess every, consistency is everything, yeah. obviously. But I think they're only still six games back. Yeah. And if they keep up the pace, I mean, and every, it's just still going to be uber competitive. I mean, Well, that's the name of the game, though. At least... We're not out of it in we May. We're beating teams. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're better than most teams that we play. We're not beating them. Right. But we've got to run different. We're, we're beating teams. It's that right. stat you just said. Four series in a row. Yeah. Four series in a row. We scored more runs than date, than the other team. It's gross. And we lost every fucking series. I know. The only, the, only, the only series where I'm like, where I look on the calendar and I'm like, oh, we're outmatched. Yeah. Was against the Dodgers. Yeah, for sure. And they're the best team in the National League. Yeah, by far and away. So, uh, it's going to get better. I believe it. I believe it. It's going to get better, and this is... I'm I'm already having more fun than last year. I'm having way more fun. Yeah, I mean, this time last year, it was fun because, you know, Scooter was hitting like crazy. Yeah. And Suarez was coming together looking like he would, you know, end up mm-hmm. being... Maybe a star. But then you got Sal Romano who would go out and pitch three and a third and have yeah. seven runs on yeah. his Yeah, Finnegan would go out there and just get <sighs> bombed. Now, yeah. let's talk about what's coming up. We've got three in San Francisco. And then, uh, bum, 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 bum. Uh, three in San Francisco. And then we're back home. Three against the Cubs and three against the Dodgers. That's a tough run. I say we take... It's a nine-game run against three good teams. Uh, two good teams. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say we take two from San Francisco, one from the Cubs, one from the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one not a good run. One from the Dodgers is... That's a four and a f- four to five, four and five run. Again. I mean, again. Just keep doing that till you get to, you know, someone you can beat up. When is a point in the season when we can go and beat up a bunch of teams? I mean, I don't really know. I mean, interleague play, uh, we're playing good month, teams. End of the month against the Nationals. Yep. And then, but then you're back with three against in June at three at uh, St. Louis. Not fun. And three at Philly. Oh, the fighting Bryces. Yeah, you just... You, They're good this it's year. What we, it's what we expected, though, is what we're hanging around 80 wins. Yeah. If you do the math, yeah, a little under or close. It just makes you realize how good these good teams are. Yeah. You know, like, our, our on paper, we're as good as anybody, if you just look at the numbers. But right. The good teams, the teams that are currently 10, 12 games under over 500. Yeah. They are, yeah, they're just obviously doing some shit we're not. Yeah. And it can't all be luck. No. You know, it can't all be luck. It ain't all luck. No. I feel, but I feel so good about my prediction. I might, I might have to go to my bookie and make a, make a couple prop bets. I think I might have to go do that. That might be the move. Use our own promo code. Get after it. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. And then, you know, I think I'm going to have to set up an account with SeatGeek and use that $20 off. But, you know, 
I think that's what I'm going to have to do. But, you know, one of those teams that we can beat up on uh, is the first in the NL East. We're going to roast. Yes. We're going to roast. We already did beat up on them. But we're going to do, I mean, yeah. But, but now the Nasty Boys get a hand at it. Oh, we get a real good hand at it. It is the Miami Marlins, baby. Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Very bad team. They're very bad. Jesus uh, Christ, their uh, their record looks like what we were last year. Yeah, it's they're like nine and twenty five. I think so. Something very bad. But there's no hope. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's none whatsoever. Why is this not working? Yeah, everyone's just lying to him. Oh, that's a great picture. Thank you. The naked guy. We'll just do it like this. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that's the so the spreadsheet or the the Google slide will be available in the bio. Just click it and follow along if you want to. I will buy a camera eventually. It will happen. It's just um, you I, used a great word here. Yeah, the uh, week seven, the malfeasant Miami Marlins. Malfeasant is just really top notch vocab there. Thank it's you. It's like some ACT prep shit. Thank you. Malfeasant. I never, never took my ACT. Yeah, malfeasant <laughs> meaning. Uh, Terrible, awful, awful, coercive. Yeah, yeah, taking money. Yeah, they're dirty, just gross. They're bad. They're like Cersei. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, I'm that's behind. right. Game. I'm of not Thrones. one of those people who's like, I, I, you know, I haven't watched it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah, yet. fair just, enough. So, um, but the picture up top is of the owner of Jimmy John's humping a shark. Yeah, because uh, Jimmy, the Mister Jimmy John, is uh, the owner's. And the shark is the people of Miami. Yeah. Because they're getting fucked. Gay for sharks. Gay for so many sharks. Uh, let's uh, let's get it right here. We're going to start with the ballpark again. Just because it's, it's... It's so bad. It's bad. The signature statue uh, out of center field uh, was removed. Just to remind the fan base, all fun, hope, and joy have been taken away. Yeah, don't come here to have a good time. No. This place sucks. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, The ballpark's architectural style has been called contemporary, which means it won't stick around for long in Miami. Hopefully, Uh, like this franchise. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually a drink at the ballpark that you can order. It's called a uh, gigantic malfeasant margarita, and it's where they just fill the whole stadium with the margarita. <laughs> margarita? And then the fish are finally free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just drink themselves to death. Oh, just like the people of Miami. What a sad place. It really is. Dr- doing burns on this team. You just go through, you look at the roster, you're like, that guy's still in the league? What? You read the how? articles about like how they got the money. To build the stadium, it's like an IKEA stadium. It's already yeah. fallen apart. It's like, bad. oh man, the I mean, mayor lost his job over it, dude. Like, rarely in this world are there such thing as like billion dollar fuck ups. The whole Marlins organization is is a one billion dollar <laughs> fuck up. Oh yeah, it's just like a, oops, our bad, fucked it up. Can't we just say that baseball in Florida doesn't work? No, it's not going to work. It's fine. Tampa, what they're doing is genius within the organization and putting together good baseball teams for low cost with great moves. But no one goes and sees them until they happen to be in the playoffs. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they have like 10,000 fans. That's it. at At the stadium. It's depressing. Yeah, it is. They should be moved. They should go to a fan base that wants them and wants that Yeah, because the front office is, is tight. Genius. Like you said, I mean they've they've made teams out of nothing, out of thin air. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, baseball in Florida, ironically, because 
if you're not from out of country, yeah, you're probably from Florida if you're in Major League Baseball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, all and they go there and live there in Jupiter, but it's like no one in Florida gives a shit about anything. No. <laughs> You think you're gonna care about a sports team? No, they're in Miami, dude. The only thing is maybe the Dolphins. Maybe the Dolphins because that's just that's football, though. Yeah, that's. But like Miami, there's just a world of infinite possibilities of things to do. Yeah, where you feel like a winner. Yep. Why would you go to a baseball game at Marlins Park and just feel like a loser? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like right. You go down to Miami to do cocaine and feel like a yeah. champion. You wear a shirt with too many buttons open. Yeah. Dance around. Yeah, no buttons. Nope. Yeah, you tear off the buttons. Oof. Love yeah, it. Yeah, poor Marlins. Let's be mean to them. Here's, uh, they also have a new logo in uniforms. Uh, the logo looks like a neon sign for a brewery that makes hard, sparkling water that's been pre-roofied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the logo should be for a company that goes on late night deep sea excursions where the f- they fish for ecstasy. <laughs> uh, these next two are Alicia. If someone told me that logo was for a gay club, I'd say yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get that absolutely. Yeah. Marlins. And then the logo looks like uh, like the new mascot for a gay label type. <laughs> I'm a Marlin. I'm very burst. <laughs> I'm a Marlin. I'm always wet. And then uh, the new uniforms make the players look like they're plumbers who solely work on backlit toilet balls. Very nice. Thank you. I like that one. <laughs> it is. It's just. It's an ugly logo for an ugly organization. It's merch that no one's buying. It's like they built. They yeah. they, they modeled this logo as if to be like, who cares? Fuck it. Who fuck, what if we made it neon pink and teal? <laughs> What no, if we did it? No, okay. Who cares? Let's give the Marlin a big dick. Who owns this team? Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, dude. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, Jamie Kennedy and fucking <laughs> Polly Shore. Shore the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Four out. Oh, dude, that's awful. It's so bad. It's atrocious. And the old one, like the OG Marlin, like the first one. The best. So cool. It's the best. Like a, re- like a fish. Like a pretty accurate just Marlin fish yeah. on a hat with the Perfect. yeah it was so cool. This franchise is just the Florida Marlins, the Fighting Fish. The that's fight fish. I was on a T-ball dynasty and we were the Marlins. Oh, that's tight. The Fighting Fish, yeah, we won a uh, won many championships. Mm. Not these guys though. No, not these guys. They but, just catch lightning in a bottle, then ruin it. Mm-hmm. Watch the uh, yeah. I was as when we progress in the burnings, well, you'll realize that there are no Hall of Famers to burn because why, Bill? They traded them all away. Every single one. <laughs> See you later. Any Bye. player of worth. Good fucking riddance. Yeah, it's crazy, man. No Hall of Famers. No wonder that stadium's empty. <laughs> why would you ever? How could no. you be a fan? There's no good reason. How could you be a Marlins fan? No. There was a dude wearing a Marlins hat, like a new one. Yeah. At the game when I went when they played the Marlins and I just looked at him and I it just didn't even think or register there was no filter I just looked at him and said shut the fuck up <laughs> man and then he like looked and I was like sorry I didn't I'm yeah. sorry but that's crazy I played a game on Monday with the Tates where uh, we count up how many other Major League Baseball logos we saw at the game and we got to 15. Oh, that's great. Which is a pretty good amount. It's a fun little game. Uh, did you see any Phillies logos? Yes. You know, we saw two throwback 
baby blue Phillies jerseys. Those are cool. They're sick. Baby blue and maroon is a color scheme I didn't even know I liked. It's sick. It's very tight. Makes you think old Mike Schmidt. Oof. Yeah, no. So, yeah, we saw a bunch of them. Obviously, the bullshit hack, Yankee, Red Sox. Yeah. Dodger. Uh, but, yeah, there were some random ones. Because a Monday day game, I so, feel like yeah. that's just a baseball fan going to a ballpark. Dude, I saw a guy in a uh, stitched Expos Guerrero jersey. That's cool. It was dope. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I knocked that guy up. I was like, that's sick. Oh, by the way, I already got my Senzel jersey. Oh, hell yeah, and, baby. Uh, I am seriously considering a Guerrero Jr. jersey. I mean, I feel like that's just... Yeah. No, kind of want to... I, I do I, I know we're burning right now I feel like we I didn't mean to gloss over how much a, a boner I have for Sinzel yeah dude he showed up to the league and looked like a major league baseball player yep it was so it's fucking amazing. cool to watch I, know. I, I I I mean we saw his first game yeah we saw his first fucking game we decided uh, we're going to this game we have to go see Sinzel's first yeah. the Sinzel era has begun yeah he's never there is no doubt in my mind he's never going back down. no and it was with they, well Shebler struck out with the bases loaded and I was yep. like and they booed him off the field yep and I was like might not ever see him in a red no, jersey forget again. about it yeah Shebler is done. Yeah, that's that's he's just failed. he's always going to be a triple A or double A guy floating around for a while. Old Stinky Wink, on the other hand, those power numbers like that, like that he's a lot. Totally allowed to bat two forty so long as he hits thirty five with ninety. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm he's on that. pace to do that right now. Yeah, he's totally on pace. Allow it. Here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, who owns these? Fox. Uh, the owner is Bruce Sherman. Gross. Bruce is the co-founder of Private Capital Management, which is a wealth management firm. So he's kind of like a half a Robin Hood. He steals from the rich to make himself rich. He, Bernie, made off with your money. <laughs> <laughs> but Bruce said he prefers to not talk about his wealth um, but and where he banks. But I bet... He banks in the swamp next to his house, which is the lily pad. Because he looks <laughs> like a frog. He looks like a frog. He does look like and a frog. And then Bruce looks like every local newspaper's shitty movie reviewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just two thumbs downs everything. Uh, Endgame suck. Two thumbs down. Yeah, I don't like how they tied in all the other movies. Uh, not enough people died. <laughs> Bruce Sherman, uh, he looks like he paid almost a billion dollars just so he could have a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my friend Derek. Yeah. We're pals. We're good friends. I'm not racist. This is Derek Jeter. <laughs> I own him. I mean, we're friends. Uh, Bruce Sherman looks like he uses a, a gefilte fish fo face moisturizer. <laughs> gefilte fish face moisturizer. <laughs> I would buy that. Yeah, for sure. You'd use it to cook with. <laughs> yeah, I would. Hello, I'm I'm Stu. This is my gefilte fish face moisturizer. <laughs> it's very nice. Um, I don't have many wrinkles. Shut up, Sheila. I'm doing my ass. It's called Stu's <laughs> Stew for your face. <laughs> Stew's face, face stew. Stew. <laughs> stew is such a German name. Or German. German. Yikes, Freudian slip much. <laughs> Freudian? German again? Yeah. All right. Okay, okay guys. Sorry. <laughs> we need, we know we need, we need more. Uh, more Jewish headliners shirts. Yeah, we need. <laughs> that's what we need. Yeah. More Jewish. More, more Jewish showrunners. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna make a shirt that says "More Jewish, Jewish. agents." More Jewish gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. More Jewish club owners. Yes. 
That's all I got on the old Shermanator. Okay, so part owner and day-to-day operator slash GM, Derek Jeter. Uh, Derek Jeter has herpes. Yes, he does. Remember that. Yeah, (laughs) never forget. It's going to come back. Okay, never forget. Okay, so that was a good herpes joke. Uh, So Derek doesn't have the bird to make this team a winner. It's just what he deals with once (laughs) for a week, once a month. Hey, you know, comes back. That was a good burn. Better burn um, when he pees. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Derek Jeter has traded away any semblance of talent during his time as GM of the Marlins He traded Giancarlo Stanton, Marcelo Zuna, and Christian Yelich To name a few The only thing he has left to trade is his Valtrex script with a pharmacist (laughs) 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 Okay, Uh, that's my favorite and then of the whole thing. Uh, Derek Cheater was the one who wanted to have the statue in center field removed. He said, and I quote, It's big. Real big. It's an eyesore. And if anyone knows what they're talking about with sores, it's Derek Cheater. Hit it with a... Come on. Come on. You definitely needed that exposition up top. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <clears throat> Derek Jeter has herpes. <laughs> and then five jokes. <laughs> And who knows? It might come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Derek Jeter. Look at that skin. He looks like AIDS Rod. <laughs> he isn't, like, traditionally handsome. You know, he's handsome because he played shortstop for the Yankees. He looks Rod. weird. AIDS Rod. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so good. Uh, famous jersey number two. There's a whole different part of the Me Too movement where it's the number two. Yeah. And it's just, Me Too, I got herpes from Derek, Derek Jeter. Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked Me Too while watching highlights of himself. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, man, I wonder how... Dude, that's kind of a cool kind of herpes to have, though. Jeter herpes. Like, if you were a girl... I mean, that's Hall of Fame herpes. Yeah, dude, that's first ballot Hall of Fame herp. First ballot, second hole. Yeah, there it is. He likes butts. Yeah, you don't get herpes from exclusively vagina sex. No, with with the captain? You get up in that model butt. <laughs> you getting all up in that butt. Do you think he moved down to Miami so that he could be called the captain again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just charters a boat, but he just goes out and you just have to pet. He's just only hot girls and oh, he just it. fucks you in the ocean. Ah. <laughs> uh... God, Derek Jeter. There's it's some there's, crazy. There's some pretty crazy lists on the internet of who all his girlfriends have been. Cameron Diaz gave Stop her the there. herpes. Yeah. She, she, he gave Diaz herpes? Supposedly, yes. Ah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. I'd take herpes from him. I'd get herpes from Cameron Diaz. I would love to get yeah. Derek, Derek Jeter's herpes from Cameron Diaz. Do you think they make a remake, remake called There's Something About Cameron Diaz's Pussy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's just herpes. Derek Jeter's venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're being nasty. Oh, man. Yeah, well, it, it, rarely, it, rarely do we get truly like vile nasty. That's true. More we're like emotional mm-hmm. feelings nasty. Now we're just talking about, you know, herpes. herpy pussies. Her pussies. Her pussies. Uh, <laughs> more her pussies. Derek Jeter, man, what a bad Think businessman. Of- I mean, what's it? It's not. It wouldn't mm. shock me if in ten years there was some crazy Netflix documentary of like how Derek Jeter's going to jail for, for- collusion <laughs> for, for just in- burning down a professional right. sports team. Yeah, burning it down. Well, do you think like he's kind of like uh, like the the owner in Major League, where like we need him to tank so we can move the team yeah. and make more money? Yeah, 
truly. And yeah. they, and he's we'll move a, to Vancouver. And he's a scapegoat because they know that at the very least, he's Derek Jeter. He's the captain. He's the captain. He's Mr. October. He's the fucking, or Mr. November. He's, he's the, the fucking man. guy. He's the man. He is the yeah. man. He was the man for 20 years. Right. So if you're going to have a campaign to sink a team for a full decade. Right. So you can make some weird business move. Yeah. You you hire Derek Jeter because he's the mm. golden boy. You know him and A Rod are just not friends. Oh yeah, I'm sure they hate it's each crazy. other. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts how much they hate each other. Yeah, well, because Derek Jeter had all this, in my opinion, kind of bullshit moral high ground that he stood he, on. Yeah, and A Rod kind of spoke his mind. Yeah, and like what was going on, which you shouldn't do with the press, but at the same time, like we're in a day and age where like you can let anything slip out in what you say about somebody. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, who, you know, is A-Rod a chotch? Of course he's a chotch. It's but, A-Rod. Of course he's a chotch, but like, you could argue that A-Rod has better PR than Derek Jeter right now. Of course. You know, I mean, he's like on TV. He's a great color commentator. Uh, I like him. I think he's boring. I like, well, I mean, maybe boring, but it's, he just gets really in depth. He's, yeah. he's just, I like him. I do too. But Derek Jeter, he's just, even when he was playing captaining the New York Yankees he seemed boring. Yeah. And it's like, dude, quit fucking following all the rules. <laughs> it doesn't make you like I get it. Fucking nerd. I like it. Cool, man. Discipline. Yeah, this yeah, and that. Sure. Do it the right way. Right. You're not cool. Mm-mm. I'd much rather get drunk with Alex Rodriguez. Oh, for sure. Much rather. He's got a lot of buttons undone. He's dating J-Lo. We're drinking a fun drink. Derek Jeter we're, is drinking red wine. We're sitting behind Velvet Rope. Yeah. With we're bottle service. service. Exactly. Bot- we're pimps. Yeah. Derek Jeter, we're drinking his wine from At his At a country vineyard. club. Yeah. No right. shit. No. No, Derek, I won't put on your brand of Ascot again. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to put on your turtleneck sweater and sit around a fire. Derek, I'm not putting on your cologne again. Yeah, it's in a Burberry ad. Ugh. I want to have fun. Yeah. Dude. You're in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> You A-Rod? took down the only good part of that shitty stadium. It wasn't even good. The only it was reason fun. it was good is because it was so bad. Exactly, it was fun. <laughs> it was like, can you believe that thing's out there? Like, it's over 100 feet tall. That's the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever seen. Get it out of here. Yeah, exactly. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen besides me paying $25 to be here. Yeah. I bet Derek fucking would get a concrete mixer himself, wheel it out behind home plate, and then just pour it on the fish. Mm-hmm. And just be like, this is concrete now. This is it. Think how much Derek Jeter loves just, like, raking leaves. <laughs> just, like, the most mundane shit in the world. I don't know. God, there's nothing like... I was going to say combing my hair, but he doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. So. Shining your chrome dome, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love shaving my head. Nice, cool Barbasol on the dome. Oh. Get that mentholated. Kind of tingles me. Mm, tingles me like the thing in my penis. Get this weird freak's face out of my face. <laughs> Boom. Don Mattingly. <laughs> Don Mattingly. Um, Don Mattingly looks like he's enjoying his retirement in Miami. They say he's employed, but he's clearly not doing shit. No, no. <laughs> no. He's just collecting paychecks to lose continually. Yeah, and just hit the beach when he's not have to manage. Uh, Don looks like he's withering away to nothing, just like the talent on this roster. My God, dude. Don Mattingly looks bad. Awful. Don Mattingly, he, yeah, he looks like shit. He looks like a cigarette you'd find in a storm drain. Yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> looks like a light pole wrapped in wet leather. <laughs> <laughs> NASA faked the moon landing by using images of Mattingly's face skin. Shut the fuck up. Don Mattingly, dude. 
Most people grow old and move to Florida. Don moved to Florida and the aging process rapidly sped up. <laughs> Maybe that's why old people are in mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah. Is they force people to become old. When someone gets a skin graft, they call it a uh, skin mattingly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me the mattingly. Give me the mattingly. I was in a horrible, <laughs> horrible car <fire>. wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, you know, one of the best... Yeah, for a minute. I mean, I guess that's not really no, true. He was very good. He was for the a Yankees. good player. Isn't didn't he not win a World Series with the Yankees? No, uh, as a bench coach. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so but, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, he three thousand hit guy. Killer was mo- he? I don't know. I don't. I think I don't think so. I, mean, I, I gotta look at the numbers, but great mustache guy. You know, just a big famous name. You can't really hate on Mattingly too much, and it's. And I don't know, it's, I mean, especially now, what are you going to do with his fucking roster? No, he's just there to collect, yeah, like you said, collect paychecks, eat up time. I also think that it's kind of, there's a bit of a, kind of like the same thing with the Jeter thing. It's Don Mattingly. Right. It's Mr. Whatever. You you can't hate you know? him. Yeah, no, it's like, look, he's famous, you if you kind of know baseball, then maybe you know who Don... He's our guy. Yeah, he managed the Dodgers. Yeah, Mattingly and Jeter, those are big, splashy names. It's cool, but... Right. No, not on this team, man. God, it would be miserable to play here. It'd be like awful. this guy. Uh, first baseman, Neil Walker. Uh, here's a question for you. What's smaller, Neil Walker's chances of playing for a contender again, or his eyes? His eyes are tiny. How can he see? <laughs> I don't know. It's close, just like his eyelids to his eyeball. Truly. Very tiny close. little slitty eyes, man. It's Ooh, crazy. Little slip boy. Uh, last year, Neil Walker was playing for the New York Yankees, and now he's playing for the Miami Marlins. Oh, my, have the mighty have fallen. Uh, that's like dry, going from driving a brand new Mercedes Benz to uh, having to play for the Miami yeah, Marlins. it's about the same thing. It's bad. Uh, last one. Neil Walker's dad, Tom, was a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates from 1972 to 1977 and was friends with Roberto Clemente. Huh. Tom was on the runway before Roberto's plane took off before he died in that plane crash. Roberto begged him to not come on the plane for this humanitarian thing. It's dead serious. It's on Wikipedia. Begged him to not come Um, on the plane? Yeah. And uh, now Tom has seen two people's careers end in nosedives. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's wild. So did he ask him not to come? Because didn't Clemente get on that plane knowing that it was, like, overweight? It was, like, overweight and knew, like, it's risky. Yeah. And Tom, super Christian dude, wanted to also help out and help the... the Is this before Neil was born, or did Roberto Clemente... Before. ...start... Er, close. ...saved Neil Walker's life? He saved Tom Walker's life, I think, but didn't save Neil's. Neil might have been really young. Okay, cool. But, yeah, yeah, but he wasn't, like, in his balls. He was born. Think so. Hold Who on, knows? let me look it up. But I think it's like he was born in. Dude, when he when he first came into the league, man, people were so hot on him. Well, think about it. He came in playing for his hometown team. Yeah, he. They, people were so hot on him. I think I also get think like a skewed money. idea. Oh yeah, the money he made. Yeah, like he an got arbitration. Paid, he went dude. from like twenty four point five for like a couple year deal to like thirteen seventeen to three million. Yeah. He got yeah he got really paid, and I mean it was what first five seasons with the Pirates with us, and, he played, and then he went Yankees, Brewers, Tigers. He He's went been on five Pittsburgh, teams. Mets, Mets, uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Brewers, Brewers, 
Yankees. Yeah, he's been on like five teams in the last five years. Right. I think that's why his nickname is Daddy is because he's always leaving. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always leaving. Uh, Neil Walker, this dude just looks so not cultured. No. He looks like his favorite taco place in Miami is the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> All you do is you got to try them, dude. They're Baja fish tacos, dude. They're so good. They're so Miami, dude. <laughs> they're so fresh. Oh, they're so fresh, dude. So fresh. So fresh. So fresh. So fresh. And then second oh baseman, Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton. Starlin Castro. Jesus, Giancarlo Stanton. Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about the pieces Derek moved. That, yeah. Oh, I read Giancarlo because it's in the in the burn. Part of the boy. Part of one of them. Uh, Sarling Castro's face looks like it's having an allergic reaction to his chain. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's bad. Um, Sarling Castro was the was the key player traded for Giancarlo Stanton in the deal that sent uh, Giancarlo to, to New York. If that doesn't tell you that that was an inside job, I don't know what will. Uneven trades melt steel beams. Yeah. <laughs> also, he was a key player. What would that key open? A box full of jacks? A zip drive disc and Betamax tapes? Because he's worthless. Yeah, he really is, dude. It's bad. Yeah, you go back and you look at his numbers. Even when he was like a hot young thing for the Cubs... It was all just hype. It I mean, wasn't. He had two good seasons. He had two good seasons, but I mean, even those good seasons, he was. It was. He was. He was a good glove, yeah. and he batted two seventy with three. He was with, like th- his, his rookie year is batting like three hundred. I don't know. I thought. Yeah, I looked at it, and nothing. Nothing uh, jumped out to me and seemed impressive. Doesn't he kind of look like Ian McDavid? Yeah, like I can see that a little bit. Very soft, man. He looks yeah. like he's made out of fucking Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> he really is. His face is so soft. He has... It, it, it's kind of, you know, Starlin the Marlin. <laughs> Starlin the Marlin. He plays for the Marlins because he has the same cold, dead eyes as a Marlin. <laughs> you can't tell in this picture, but his teeth, it looks like he's wearing someone else's teeth. <laughs> he's got a big old mouth. It's bad. Yeah, I, he. you know, I think that he... It, you would imagine Starlin Castro. You'd maybe he's like, yeah, I'm a millionaire. I live in Miami. Right. That's it. Or he's like, everyone thought I was going to be a Hall of Famer. Right. I'm at the tail end of my career, and I'm in Miami. But he's not at the tail end. That's the crazy. Part. I don't know. He's been in the league for almost ten seasons. Right. But he came up when he was like 21. Yeah, I guess that's true. 21, 22. So he's only like 32, 33 years old. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, what, four or five years max? Max, yeah. yeah. Woof. Then you got left fielder Curtis Granderson. This is depressing. He's still playing. He's still playing. Curtis has the nickname Grandy Man, which sounds like someone who tricks children into buying sand instead of candy. <laughs> yeah, dude, God. No, this sand's Curtis. fun. You can take it with you. Grandfatherson. <laughs> Which makes sense for uh, the last one, but this one. In the past, Curtis was an international ambassador for the game. He traveled all over from England, Italy, the Netherlands, France, South Africa, China, New Zealand, South Korea, and Japan to spread the gospel of baseball. That's cool. Now he plays for the Marlins, um, and he just travels all over Miami telling people not to come to the games. (laughs) I care about baseball fans. So much. I care about you guys. Don't come to Marlins Park. (laughs) Go to Tampa. Go to Japan. (laughs) 
where they care. Go to Seoul, South Korea. Uh, Curtis was brought in to mentor one of the Marlins' top prospects, Luis Brinson, who they acquired in the Yelich yeah. trade. Um, but he was recently sent down. So you know what they say, those who can't do, teach, and those who can't teach, finish their career in a Marlins uniform. Yeah, fin- plays left field for the Miami Marlins. Yikes. Uh, Curtis G- Granderson, if you look at that picture right there hard enough, you can almost hear him smiling. <laughs> the guy is smiling hard, dude. It's aggressive. He's a friendly looking dude. He looks like he signed up for the Big Brothers Big Sisters program to get a big brother. <laughs> He's like a just a young old man. I want someone to hug. Yeah, he does. He just looks like he wants someone to love so much. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> center field, right field. What the fuck, Miami? Isaac Galloway. If you look at the Marlins depth chart on the MLB.com page for them, they have Isaac listed in center field and right field. Yes, and there's no one under him. That's it. He's their starting center fielder and right fielder. Isaac is listed as the center fielder right fielder. So I guess uh, they are doing the reverse of the shift and said, fuck it. Dude, if you look up Isaac Galloway online, it's legitimately hard to find out that he's a baseball player. It was tough. There are far more prominent Isaac Galloways in America, and I'm going to name a few. Yeah. Uh, One of them is a community developer in Oregon. Mm. He's done a lot of work. He is easily the first thing that pops up when you Google Isaac Galloway. Yeah. There's also, and this is the funniest thing of all fucking time, a Miami-based magician named Isaac Galloway. Shut up. Who is so far more well-known than Isaac Galloway, the baseball player in Miami. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. No, this guy's like a huge magician in Miami. What? I, I swear to God. We're going to YouTube Yeah, no, later. dude. A bunch of pick, Like, even if you get to Isaac Galloway on Google Images, most of the pictures aren't of him. What? You're like clicking through, you're like, Isaac Galloway, Marlins. Nope. And it's like a picture of JT Riddle getting sent down to AAA. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Isaac Galloway was also in this story. He was, yeah, he was no, it's crazy, up. man. Here's what's crazy about Isaac Galloway. He played 947 games in the minors before having his contract purchased by the Miami Marlins last year. So he's very excited to still be playing for a triple-A team. 950 games? Yeah. That is the second longest ever. (coughs) Wow. I mean, that's a cool story. Good for the kid. Good for that guy. But, I mean, Jesus, that's kind of like a slap in the face to be like, you play almost 1,000 games in the minor league just to have the dumpster fire call you up. I mean, I'm exactly. sure it's no different to him. He still gets to play away games. He still gets to play professional, yeah. well, kind of professional baseball. Yeah, sort of professional. Right. He still makes money doing it. He looks like Matt Kemp. Yeah, <laughs> he does. But this guy still has a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Watch Matt Kemp end up in my, Miami. No, he'll end up in like Cleveland. Yeah, that's that's where I'll put my money. Yeah, he'll go to somewhere in the American League where they can just DH him every yeah. three days. He can just sit there, scratch his dick, and fucking scratch his giant <laughs> herpes, herpes ridden dick. dick. <laughs> All these players got herpes, man. Yeah, come on, don't touch my pants. I'm I'm leaking. <laughs> uh, starting pitcher Jose Urena. Urena sounds like a medical procedure that cleans out your peen pipe. <laughs> that old pipey peen. 
Fun fact, Urena is Spanish for flat slider. I didn't know that. I see you know, something new every day. That's a small world. I and, didn't know that. And then Jose Urena doesn't look like a ball player. He looks like he should be playing acoustic guitar to children at the local library. No shit, dude. <laughs> he looks like he makes a lot of TikTok videos. <laughs> doesn't he? And then all the still frames of him pitching online make it look like he's never thrown a baseball before. <laughs> this motherfucker looks like a pinata. <laughs> As in he gets hit a lot. So many times. Yeah, yeah, dude. He just throws watermelons up there. So, well, I mean, we took care of business with him, but he's yeah. actually a solid pitcher. Yeah. But it just sucks. He's stuck in fucking Miami. So, just, Sergio. So, making a comeback, uh, Sergio Romo, uh, last year he was the opener for the Tampa Bay Rays, and now he's the closer for the Miami Marlins. That must have been a tough move on his houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> when you're the when you're in the closer role for the Miami Marlins, they don't really call it the closer. They call it the uh what? No shit. He's pitching? Yeah. Pitcher role. Wait, we could win? Hold on. And then last one. Oh man, I feel iffy about this cuz it's okay. Sergio Romo looks like he can only come if he's listening to Pantera and a lady in parachute pants is choking him with a metal studded guitar strap and the kids are at that bitch Stacy with an eyes house for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) All I I was going to do for him, aside from say uh, Sergio Nomomo, (laughs) was just in the toxicity, in our city, in our city. Yeah, he looks like uh, System of a Down's guy. Yeah, System of a Down's guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got System of a Down syndrome. Yeah. Look at this guy. He looks like he really loved Nick DiPaolo's new special. Dude, I can't believe the album art for that fucking it's special. It's insane. I, I, when I first saw it, the first three times I saw it, I thought uh, it was photoshopped. Yeah. I thought someone took him flipping off and then just put those people there. Right. But he made that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Made it for YouTube. Just flipping off a bunch of people of color. Yeah. <laughs> and just... literally a sign that says me too. Dude, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Wow. So uh, I don't know if I should troll him or not. Or just let it ride out and see what happens. Observe. Yeah, I'll observe. Just observe. That'll be fun to watch. It you don't need fun. to get all up in that sticky mess. No. No, I don't. A but, breath of fresh air, LOL. But we fucking took care of the Marlins. You got got fighting fish. Wow. More like flopping fish. Flop. <laughs> I mean, they. It's, too, it's sad. I um yeah, we'll hit up our online bookie and I'd make a prop bet that says they don't win sixty games. I'm with that. Yeah, we'll go to my bookie. I'd make a hundred bucks. I'd pay. I'd I'd bet a hundred dollars that the Marlins don't win sixty games. And this if year. you use our code Armchair Twenty Five, you get. $50. Which is, you know, a lot of money. That's a lot of money to bet. Yeah, I'm going to do that tonight. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we shit on them a lot, but think about the other side of the coin here. Why try when all of the other teams in the NL East are? Look at the fucking uh, Braves. Nah, I mean, they're good for a long time. Young and stacked. They're good for a long time. Their best right. player is 21. And they have him for a long time. Yeah, their best player is 21. They got him locked up until he's at the ripe old age of 28. Yep. It's crazy. And the other one's going to be 30. Yeah. Think about that. 
Um, the Nationals got. I mean, they're having a rough start, but they're they they might or might not figure it out. But that bullpen's trash. But they have Strasburg, and, and they'll always have Strasburg and Scherzer and Corbin. Yeah, filthy. Yeah, Mets have the Mets. The Mets have their starting pitching too. And, and Yolanda Cespedes is still coming back. That's so wild. And the Phillies hooked them. JT Romuto, along with Bryce Harper, along with Andrew Gene McCutcheon, Segura. Segura. They're, they're filthy. S- they're stacked. They're filthy. This NL East is stupid. Yeah, Arietta, uh, Sola, or what's his name? Nova. 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 Aaron Nova. Think about it. Like, so I understand. I mean, Tank, but, like, put a little bit of effort into it? Yeah, man. And, and, and it's not like, a, you know, the 76ers are now probably going to be in the NBA championship. That's a trust the process thing. That's a different sport. Right. That's a different sport where you can draft Joel Embiid, uh, you know, trade for Jimmy Butler, trade for all these guys, and boom, you got a product on the floor that can compete. Sure. Baseball's just not that. It. I mean, it is. I mean, it can be, but not in. It's not the tanking. It's not the same tanking process. Well, I mean, the Braves did it, but for, I mean, three or four years, and then they, I guess they just got lucky with some of. And their that's how young baseball guns. works. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that could happen. They could. You know, strike some young kid right, in right. the draft, but right. they're just going to trade him. <laughs> right. Just going to trade him just once so they he can gets move good. the team to Vancouver or Montreal. Well, it is bullshit that Canada doesn't have a team. They have Toronto. Or, yeah, I mean, but they, yeah, but they need another one. They need two more. Yeah. yeah. Vancouver is a cool city. Yeah, absolutely. That does, think about the rivalry, Vancouver, Seattle. Yeah, baby. That'd be tight. Um, so there's a, there, I mean, it's just move, move, move the Florida teams. It's just, it just makes sense. No one gives a fuck. No Move one them. cares. Move them. No one ever has. Those trash people want to get wasted and watch people bash their heads in while they while they play football. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or fight in non-sanctioned backyard brawls. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, they should just pour all their money into dog fighting down in Florida. Because that's what they—that's what the people want. Close horse racing, greyhound racing. Yeah, they got that. They got that. Jesus for sure. Christ, they race dogs, dogs in Florida. Isn't that depressing? You pieces of shit. <laughs> they could race gators if they could. I'll tell you what, man. It's but fucking. We got them. They're out of the books. They're done. I'm just glad I don't have to look through their roster again. I know it's over. It's a bummer. Uh, I we we burned him last year, but he just got sent down to AAA, which is not a good sign. JT Riddle, that shortstop, yeah. they just optioned him down to AAA, which, I mean, if you can't make the squad on this team. Yikes. You know, I mean, it, you alluded to it. I mean, obviously, it's not quite the truth. I think that the the Marlins would go down into AAA and, like, dominate the competition. But for most intensive purposes, it really is a AAA team. Right, with old dudes. Yeah, w- yeah exactly. Right. Did you hear who's starting tomorrow, opening day for the Florence Freedom? Oh, uh, Danny Graves. Danny fucking Graves. How tight is that? How old is he? Oh, man. Gotta, gotta be gotta in his be early 40s. At least. Gotta be in his I, early I, 40s. I have to look that and up. And then uh, Willie Mopena is in the Home Run Derby. How fun is that? With uh, Jose Felipe. How fun is that? Yeah, that's a fucking trip, man. That's so much fun. Yeah, we're looking up DG's age right 45. now. 45. He's 45. But why not? That's so dope. He probably... But that's going to get people in the stadium. Oh, man, yeah, no. I'd go watch Danny Graves pitch. 
fuck yeah, dude. I'm about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Let's round third and head for home. What plugs you got? Let's see. Third Friday. Uh, I'm actually going to be out of town for the hub. Oh, uh, this that's Friday. Right. It's okay. The show will go on. It's fine. I'm going to be in, at, uh, in Asheville at La Zoom. If you're in Asheville, North Carolina, you're not. That's fine. Asheville uh, is tight. Yeah, I can't. I am so excited to get there. Go dude. to the Oyster House. The Oyster House. Okay, Just duly noted. It's awesome. And they brew their own beer. There's two. There's one in downtown Asheville, and there's one a little bit outside. Okay, duly noted. Go to the downtown one. I'm there. It's... I'm going with two dudes who don't drink, but I'm drinking. Well, you're drinking, and they have great seafood. Okay, fuck yeah. Um, I'm on Motormouth next Tuesday, the 14th, down in the basement of Motor. It's the six-year anniversary. That'll be fun. Yeah, Max Fine. Yeah, Max Fine, baby. That dirty liar. Yeah, that filthy, dirty cheat. He what fucking, is he lying about? He told me he had a motorcycle, then he laid it down, and like I believed him. He's like, I miss it so much. I miss riding every day. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's got to be tough. And then the next day I saw him, I'm like, man, that's crazy about your bike. He was like, what are you talking about? Oh, he just lied. He blackout lied to me. <laughs> oh, that's something. sold me down a river. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I love that boy. I'm going to punch him in the face when I see him, though. I'm excited. That'll be fun. Come out Tuesday, dude. Those shows are getting really good. Carl's working hard. Yeah, they're great. No, and then, like, what he's doing with the Woodward. Yeah, it's badass. And he said he's got some cool stuff in the works, so that'll be cool. Yeah, that's sick, man. What about you? Come around. Uh, Dive in head first. Here we go. Head first. Uh, May 21st, you can see me headlining at Toxic Brewing in Dayton. Dope. May 22nd, I'm in the contest. Fuck at yeah. Go Bananas, May 24th. I am headlining a house show in Sydney. Jimmy Market Show. Yeah, that's fun. No, that show's dope. Yeah. It's good, he's... man. He packs that place out, dude. He's got people in Sydney, Ohio, giving a fuck about comedy. I'm running the full album. No shit. So That's, he... that's the test run. And Big then, old long set. That's the test run. And then, June 8th. Tickets are available on brownpapertickets.com. I haven't made a formal announcement on like my Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff. Is that your butt? That was my butt. That's oh. tight. It's still going. It was a big one. Wow, you should have turned and let it rip. <laughs> I know, rip. I'm sorry, man. I no, tried to let it out. don't apologize. I tried to let it out. You're talking fart king over yeah, here. Yeah, you are a fart king. Uh, fart king of the fart prince. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'll make an announcement soon. Uh, and I just got a cool thing with a record label. I, I got to get the papers signed and everything, so... I'm actually going to be, like, on a label and all that shit. Do you have an idea what you're wanting to do that night? Like, is it... I'll I'll host it. You're hosting. And then... Holmes. Okay. Schubert wanted to be on it. So, um, and then I think Carl said he wanted to do a set. Um, So, those those people and maybe one more quick one. Dope. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you need an hour. Yeah, you need an hour. Right? Right. I I mean, mean, just to dick around. Be up on stage for... A full hour. Yeah, one hour, and then you chop that down into a 45. fucking album. And then I'm going to chop it down to smaller vinyls to sell, then you get the download code. That'll be really cool, album. man. So you can like put it on for friends for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then be like, this guy's funny. It's like, well, here's the whole thing. Because people, let's be frank, like how often do they sit down and watch a whole thing anymore? No one goes out and buys an album or any kind of thing and just sits down and takes it in in one sitting anymore. No, unless you're... You Unless know, you're you, a band or Vampire Weekend, I'm yeah. on their new record. It's very good. Um, but yeah, that's how that works. So um, that's pretty awesome. Here's something really cool, though. Next week's episode. Yeah, baby. We have a really cool guest. Yes, we do. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. You might have seen him pitch for the Reds, and you might see him, you know, a couple nights a week 
at the sports desk for Fox Sports Ohio. What's his name? Pre-game or post-game. Who is this man? Sam LeCure! Yeah, baby! Ooh, the LeCure! We are going to bring three mustaches together. Oh, in form to make the perfect mustache. I can't wait, man. Dude, he was one of my favorites. Dude, and how crazy was the text of like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, our friend Kelly Collette, who she wants to come on. She was part of the Reds Rally Pack. Mm-hmm. So she's got some cool stories. Um, we're going to have her on. She's going to actually write Burns, too, so it's really cool. She's there you a very go. funny comic. Um, but, uh, you know, he she hooked us up with him. And then he, I texted him, and he was like, don't feel obligated to have me on. I'm like, get the what fuck out of here. What are you talking here. about? Dude, this is tight. We have to have you on. You have a better mustache than both of us. Yeah. You have to you have to outstash us. And it's just, you know, I watch you throw a lot of baseballs. A lot of baseballs. Yeah, he and was a workhorse. Watching him grow as an analyst has been so great. Sixty three, baby. Oof. Sam LaCour. That the the cure. Yeah, man, Mike, I'm gonna show him that video that you sent me. <laughs> I can't wait. And Jake, I'm gonna ask him about you touching his mustache in the Cheers basement. Uh, bar in Boston. You creepy bastard. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's the cool stuff we have going on. Armchair, we love you. Armchair All-American Podcast Network. Thanks for being our daddies. Aka. Check out the, use our discount codes. Use them. <laughs> Get after it. Come on, 20 bucks off at SeatGeek? Get the fuck out of here. Come on, baby. $50 worth of Betting. Gambling money? Come on. House money. House money. Come on. So uh, thank you for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty, y'all. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.